ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Base Edge Podcast. It is 2024, ladies and gentlemen, and we have one or two announcements. But before we get into it, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and like this video, share it with your friends and family. And if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, sorry, please also subscribe on there too. We are back and we are changing things a little bit this year. Uh, we are going to be only doing a podcast once a month because myself and my co-host, who, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my co-host, Mork Rock. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Doug. Back in 2024. Yeah, man. Jesus. Yes, start off with a bang. Oh, my God. There's so much stuff. I, I don't even know how we're going to cover all of it. We're probably not, but we're going to try to, and there's a lot to talk about already yeah. in, in 2024. Uh, but... Ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget to also check out our YouTube channels linked in the description below, as well as the Based Edge podcast social media links are in the description below as well. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we are changing things up this year. Unfortunately, we're only able to do one episode a month uh, because like I said, co-host and I, very busy guys. We have day jobs and busy with other things, but we love the show so much. We hope you guys do too and look forward to catching us once a month, hopefully the first Sunday of the month uh we'll be having a new episode every month uh so you should be seeing this uh in february so it's the it's the month of love yeah love <laughs> also we can now tell all the grifters that we're not 100 percent grifting we're only part-time grifters <laughs> yeah that, that's that's also true um all right so let's oh, let's good. let's like you said we've got a lot to cover it's, it's, it's so much we are the we're still in the first month at the time of recording this, yeah, we're still in the first month of 2024, and already so much has happened. <laughs> but we're gonna start. We're gonna start local. Uh, for those of you who may yes. not know or well remember, Drikus Duplessis uh, won the middle heavyweight championship of UFC, making sports history uh, by being the Go first sports. <laughs> by being the first South African to do so. Yay! Yeah, go sports. I mean, that's amazing. That that's is amazing. amazing. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I don't watch a lot of sports. This, the first image I saw this morning, or oh, no, it was yesterday, after, yesterday morning, I saw this image of Siakulisi and this, this like guy, and I was like, oh, cool, they won rugby again. And I was like, I wasn't sure what was going on. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's MMA. Oh, yeah. silly eye. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I know the I know the image you're talking about. It's it's the one with like I think, Khaleesi's uh, at the top and um, yeah, Duplessis at the bottom. Um, but yeah, no, the, Drikus, 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 yeah, Drikus. This by Afrikaans. No, very bro, very. It's, it's it, Dutch as fuck. It's it's the kind of Afrikaner who looks at the braai and it lights up. You know. He snorts the blitz. That's that's how Afrikaans he is. Yeah, he just looks at it, bro. Like he goes, "Hey," and then it lights. Fuck me. <laughs> um, so no, listen. I'm a fan of Drikus. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big UFC fan, but I, I like yeah, I, I like Drikus. Drikus seems like a nice guy. Yeah, no, no. But of course, you know, South Africans. Look, I'm going to say this right off the bat. South Africans, majority of South Africans, loved that he won. Obviously, made history. Yeah. And there was a lot of support and praise and all that stuff. But there were a few South Africans that were not happy that this guy won. Uh, and a video started circulating 
Um, I'm going to show the video, or we're going to play the video first, and then we'll talk yes. uh, after that. South Africa is going through so much. Uh, if you look at a political stance, uh, we have four murders that's, that's really taking the whole country by storm. It's, it's, it's something unbelievable. People are getting murdered daily, and it's really, it's almost like, uh, I feel because it's Africa, a lot of the world doesn't see it, and it's like nobody in the world really knows what's going on there. And I just want to shout out to, to South Africa, to my South African people, the folks, and say, guys, stay strong. Uh, we can we can beat this battle, and I just I just I just get this opportunity on the biggest stage in the world to say, let's stop the four murders, and I want the world to see what's happening in South Africa. And it's such a beautiful country; it's really one of the most beautiful countries in the world that's being ruined by by, by, by stuff like this. And we don't need that. And let's stick together as a country. Let's stick together as humanity. And okay, so you can imagine this video well. Ah, I know I know who upset who got upset. Yeah, it, well, more, it was Julius. Why did you... Julius got upset? Right. <laughs> Julius, Julius is angry. <sighs> Julius is very angry. There's actually a meme about that. Uh, but <laughs> there's actually on on X there were people saying that they would love to see Julius and Dirkus in a in the octagon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shame. No, you can't do that to Julius. Shame, man. Not um, the fuck up first second. Yeah. I mean, how dare he? How dare he talk about farm murders? Shame. No. Yeah, how dare you? And and it's I mean, amazing. It's, like, it's, like it's, it's amazing. It's the two opposing sides of the argument. It's like the one guy going, "We need to stop it," and the other guy going, "Let's shoot Afrikaan farmers." It's 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 actually. I, I got to show you like a not a meme, but like I got to show you one of these these people that have commented this this kind of uh, again, you know. The country, the majority of the country, happy that he won, celebrating that he won. I'm, I'm sure it was all over all social media, on TikTok, on Facebook, on wherever. Everybody's praising this man for the win, for yeah. making um, South African sports history, and rightfully so. I think I think he deserves yeah. that win. But then you've got people, <laughs> you got people who spew this kind of stuff. Uh, and, and by the way, just before you, before I read it, um, it it's it's fake, like it, fake news, and I'll explain why. So this guy uh, posted breaking news: a child of a snake is a snake. A European illegal immigrant to South Africa, Drikus Duplessis, has called for Cape Independence, where fellow racist Europeans can create a state of uh, from stolen African territory. Now let me. Let me quickly just say he's saying this because, okay, because of this image, okay? And I just want to say this image, or on the image it says, I, I support Cape Independence, do you? Now, that's a meme, guys. That was, that's, it's not real. It's not, it wasn't something that he posted or anything like that. It's a meme, for crying out loud. Anyway... Uh, I continue, but uh, well, this guy continues and says the land thief doesn't believe in South Africa that is led by African and majority and the majority being black. Yet the minister of condolence had this to say to him, South Africans, uh, we have an ultimate fighting championship UFC. Congratulations. Duplessis. You have raised our country's flag. Enjoy the moment. Blah, blah, blah. And then he says, cease. Um, but this this kind of rhetoric, and the reason why I chose this post specifically, is because you'll see the same kind of message by the haters um, all over. Well, not all over, but like 
the ones that are hating. This is basically the message they're saying that he supports gay independence, which by the way, Dirkus has never ever, I think from what I can tell, gone out publicly and said that he supports that. Uh, and number two, because he talk, spoke about farm murders, now he's the enemy. So uh, if you guys don't know, Joe invited me a few days ago. Well, when you guys were watching this a little while back, we had a little improv to discussion about Cape Independence because I was on the fence and Joe knows a little bit more about it. And it was quite a nice discussion. And the what's the guy's name? Phil? Oh, Phil Craig. Craig Phil, Phil Craig. Craig popped in. It was rad. It was like, you know, I didn't know. Somebody, we asked a bunch of questions and he answered them. And I knew for someone who knew like very little about it, it was awesome actually watching it. But what I noticed was there's a lot of people in the comments who were like, and they have, and what I realized was they're like people just haters going, wow, oh, this, this is racist. Da, 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 da. But what I came across, and this is the same as this tweet, is like it almost seems like the person who's posting this tweet has this, this idea of like, because this person, I mean, he's not an illegal immigrant. But the reason he says he's a Euro illegal Im immigrant to South Africa is because they believe that the settlers, colonizers, people, South Africans who have born here, generations of people who are born here, they're not legally South African, which is this weird perception I started noticing that people have. It's just this, this, this rhetoric that they come back with, oh, well, you know, your great, 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 great parents, grandparents came here, therefore you're an illegal immigrant. Uh, you're a settler, colonizer, colonizer, go back to Europe. And this is this exact sentiment that this tweet has, which is like, I just find it disgusting. I mean, imagine saying that to people going, because no one is indigenous to South Africa, just just by the way, except for the sand. I went to a museum over the holiday and like, it was it was actually nice seeing this. Like, oh, it's in history. No one's indigenous apart from the sand. Everybody came here. So if he has to go back, then you should go back to wherever, whatever communist country you came from. Actually, I told, sorry, I told the one guy uh, on Twitter or on X, because uh, he's like, he's like, oh, you, you should go back to Europe if you want Cape Independence. Um, which, I mean, I'm not from Europe, but in some ways he's not wrong, because I, if you go back into my heritage, I probably am from Spain, but um, that's besides the point. Um <laughs> I told him like, well, then you go back to Northern Africa because that's where they exactly one hundred percent. Oh, what what about the? Remember when the eat the whole Cleopatra documentary came out and they were, well, you know, the Egyptians are actually black people, we was kings and all that. But then go back to Europe, go back to Egypt then. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that the same thing? Like, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Like, for example, your daughter is a South African. She's born and bred South African. She maybe has a you're a descendant. You 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 yeah. were born in another country, but you're a, a citizen of this country and you married a citizen of this country yep. your daughter's birthright is fucking south africa she yeah. is a south african she is african like shut the fuck up with telling us to go back to places we don't come from it really fucked me off honestly no it's it's, it's great because <laughs> this is great content um <laughs> uh, don't delete that part um so yeah um Anyway, uh, just yeah, wanted right. to mention this, bring this to some people's attention. Uh, don't, don't listen at the end of the day. It's don't believe everything. Don't yeah, believe everything you don't see. Believe everything you say. Right. Yeah, definitely don't believe everything you see. And also like it's election season. So there's a lot of like bots and stuff Dude. out there. Woo, it's, it's, it's rough on X. Like it, it really is. And, is. and TikTok. Um, so yeah, just, just well done, Drickus. Thank you for winning yeah, no, and putting. Well done. South Africa once again on the map. Uh, it, it, I'm sure uh, you, you you're very proud and 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 you should be. 
there was one more thing I wanted to talk about with, with regards to UFC, which is uh, Dana White. I don't know if you saw this, Mark. He actually told off a woke journalist. Do you want to watch? I, I haven't seen the clip, but yeah, we can see. Yeah, I saw the I saw the image come up, and I just haven't clicked on it. It's been busy today, and I want to mention one thing about Drakus after you play this clip. Well, you can mention it now before, but oh, okay, cool. Well, I think the one the, the coolest thing I saw about this whole thing with Drakus was after he won. The first thing he's chirping is "Bring me my flag." Yeah, Drakus Duplessis. Drakus, how does that sound? Thank you so much, Canada. Can I get my flag, Coach? That country is amazing. Thank you, South Africa. Beautiful. I mean, this him going, I like, like sat there going, like, oh, you know, goosebumps. I feel all like emotional. Go South Africa. It was a beautiful moment. And it's like his country and like everybody in the country. Like I've never seen this guy say anything fucking racist. So I don't know why that's the default every fucking time. White man, therefore he must be racist. It's fucking stupid. No, everything was okay until he spoke about farm murders, by the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that, yeah. That, was the, that was the setup. But anyway. Uh, and, and, and like, also, let me mention this as well. So like a lot of people were like, yeah, but, um, you know, why didn't he talk about other crimes? Like there's, there's a lot of murders in South Africa and a lot of crime and GBV. Why didn't he talk about that? And I just want to say, well, the thing is when you talk about other crimes like hijacking or GBV or murder or whatever, other than farm murders, uh, you're not told to shut up. You're not told that you're a conspiracy yeah. theorist and you're not told that you're, um, uh, to to you're not silenced basically and told that the yeah, stats of are, are racist or whatever, right? There's a there's an aggressive attempt in South Africa to silence the topic of farm murders, and that's why he's talking about it because no one seems to care about it, and those who care about it can't talk about it or aren't brave enough to talk about it uh, because, like you've seen. Uh, you get called racist and all kinds of horrible stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I mean, the, 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 media, the media is also like, they. the only time I ever see reporting on farm murders is when they're telling you that farm murders like rarely happen yeah. or it's like, it's not genocide. And I never see an article going, oh, look, this has happened. Oh, this, you know, yeah. four, four farm murders have happened and it's very violent and it happened in the last week. You don't see that. It's like, yeah. ah. But also, sorry, just to your point quickly, um, it's the same thing. It's like people people always make that argument. Well, when you, you you don't talk about all the murders, you talk about farm murders only. Well, that's the exact same as GBV. It's going like, well, if you you're talking about GBV, you're ignoring all the other murders. Like, like how is that? How is that argument any different? Just explain it to me. Someone someone with a um, PhD in their Twitter bio, please explain it to me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, <laughs> speaking of UFC, Dana White, I, I love this. Uh, more people standing up to, to wokeness. Dana, I just want to go back. Um, you were talking about, like, you obviously give a long leash to your fighters about, you know, what they can say when they are up there with a UFC microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia, like, is there... I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you... A leash? I'm... St like Free speech. I control when... what people say. Gonna tell people what to believe. Gonna tell people... I don't fucking tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them. What is your question? I was asking that question. I'll move on, though. Yeah, uh, probably a good idea. You sh that's ridiculous to say I give somebody a leash. Free speech, brother. People can say whatever they want, and they can believe whatever they want. 
if and I don't think there's any. It, we had we had we had two gay women who fought in the co-main event. They sat on the stage with Sean Strickland. They could give a shit what Sean Strickland thinks, or what he says, or what his beliefs are, or what his opinions are. You know what I mean? Go ahead. What do you got? Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. That that. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Finally. I love that clip, dude. <laughs> uh, I feel like Very people good. should just like make a meme of the last of like the final five seconds, like <laughs> free yeah. speech. People can yeah. say whatever they want to say. And believe in whatever they want to believe. Um, no, hundred percent, dude. So, yeah, well, like we both believe in that. Like, and that used to be the libertarians' like <clears throat> hardcore belief, right? Like, let people yeah. believe in what they want to believe in. Let people do and believe whatever the fuck they want to believe. Yeah. As long as, as long as it doesn't infringe on anybody else. Yeah. Like, you can do whatever you want to, as long as your arms don't swing and hit me. Exactly. Yes. And. Yeah, so I would have loved to see that uh, reporter's face and just how shocked he was. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> speaking of reporting, shut down. Speaking of reporting and journalism, uh, I don't know if you heard, uh, Mark, but there is a uh, publication. I think it's a publication or magazine that is in trouble. Um, I'm just going to show you oh, the which one now. I'm going to show you the tweet. Go well, go broke. Sports Illustrated lays off almost all of its staff just months after featuring transgender singer Kim Petras on the cover. Much of the staff of Sports Illustrated and all remaining writers and editors received layoff notices on Friday, which could spell the end of the publication. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. Honestly, I love it. It's just, it's just, it happens every time. It's like, I mean, Sports Illustrated, come on, like Sports Illustrated Bikini Edition. That was, used to be a thing until they obviously, I, I probably would love to know when, when they canceled that. I don't think they even do that anymore. Do they? Because it's like, it's sexist putting women, pretty girls in bikinis. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, let's, let's just put a guy in a bikini. What? <laughs> Yeah, that's basically what they did. For those of you who don't know, uh, this this uh, trans what I always get confused when addressing transgender. So is it a transgender male because he transitioned wow. to female, or is it a transgender female because they trans transitioned to female? Oh God! Now you've confused me. <laughs> I'm trying. I mean, to, I'm trying to know. Um, anyway, I don't know. I mean, he, just, he looks hot, right? The, the, <laughs> um, <laughs> they, the, this one, the, anyway, they just refer to as, as transgender. So singer, transgender, Kim Petras named as cover model for the 2023 Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. So he's still doing it. Um, I just wanted to point out that it's a singer, it's a pop singer. Um, and uh, he, she, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, if you didn't tell me that was a man, I, I, I never would have known. If I'm honest. I don't know. It's, I'm just it, being it's honest. There's a lot of work done. But there's something about when, like, I, I have, like, a like a 10%, 15% radar coming up going, like, that, that the face there, it's just, it looks something about it just doesn't look legit in the neck. I mean, I, I'm sorry to, like, be body, you know, body addressing her body parts, but that is what it is. It's like something just doesn't look kosher. And, I mean, apart from that, I would have gone, like, that's maybe just, like, an average-looking girl. But, um, 
But why? What I, I don't understand this. I really don't understand why they do this. I, it, 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 why? Like your your market is like maybe. I mean, what women buy Sports Illustrated apart from the chicks that are in there, the women that are featured in there, apart from them, it's probably like ninety nine percent male. It's probably the majority. It's like this is like this is something that you could buy as a young boy. That you that's like you know sexy sexy girls in it. So it's like ninety nine percent male. Imagine going onto like a a naughty site and you're you're looking for you know straight stuff and all of a sudden there's a dong in your face. I mean, why would you, why would you do this? It's like you 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 know what your market wants. It's like Apple going here. Where's an Apple iPhone? You order one, you get it, and there's a cup in. And you're going, what the fuck is this? I didn't <laughs> order a cup. I ordered an iPhone. No, look, like, why uh... would you? It's because the company is trying to be inclusive and trying to cater to yes, a very course. small market that that just happens to be very loud. Okay. Um, yes. But at the end of the day, uh, I saw someone also t like quote tweet one of these uh, news headlines, and they they said Sports Illustrator just learned uh, not to piss off their target market. Uh, and that's like spot on, like one hundred percent. I mean, luckily, luckily now I'm I'm sure that the obviously these journalists learned from what happened years ago, and they obviously in their spare time they were learning to code, right? I, I hope so. I just wanted to show that this is not this is not fake news. That this really is happening. That the uh, illustrator, sports illustrator, is going to lay off. This is the uh, statement from. Basically, the Sports Illustrated Union, um, and I'm not going to read all of it, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 just again saying that they're going to lay off people. Uh, what happened was the Sports Illustrator were notified that the Arena Group uh, is planning to lay off sig uh, a significant number, possibly all of the guild represented workers at SI, as a result. A result of Authentic Brands Group, ABG, revoking Arena's license to publish Sports Illustrator. So that is why. But you got to ask yourself, why is the uh, Authentic Brands Group revoking that license? Um, I mean, this... this maybe Sports Illustrator isn't making as much money anymore. I don't know. There could be a number of reasons. I don't, I don't think they are. Um, but it's quite funny, though, because I, I saw I saw a similar article less than a few weeks, like a couple of days ago, where it's like the LA Times, uh, which is a newspaper, they're laying off the union, the LA Times News Guild, something, something with a similar name. They also came out, they're laying off a whole bunch of journalists, and people pointed out that the crap that they've been posting, which is everything, everything is woke, agenda-driven, LGBT, and people are just going like, they're not going to buy this because you're catering to a audience. And I think is this again? We can probably ask the question: Is this coming from like BlackRock? Is this this DEI kind of vibe where you have to constantly mention certain people of a certain demographic because that's considered what's good in the world and then people are going well i'm not going to buy this crap anymore you know like i'm just not going to subscribe to a newspaper or a magazine that's like you know pushing this stuff i'm not interested in it's like sports illustrated is like it's like playboy going like you know we're just going to do finance stuff now and we're going to like do you know fold outs of stocks no playboy oh, did like the same thing they'd also be like 
Can't yeah, exactly. Right? They would be losing. They yeah. would lose money. Like, like totally. The, the, like, the, the just target, scan your market. The target market doesn't want to see penises. Like, <laughs> like exactly. Right. <laughs> put, it in, put it in the thing where it's like put it in Cosmo. Cosmopolitan. The only thing that you ever read in Cosmopolitan is about sex and dating. And just there's a whole bunch of chicks okay, that always yeah. buy Cosmopolitan, and they would probably love to see a penis, right? <laughs> that is so <sighs> misogynistic, Mark. So misogynistic. <laughs> Your misogyny. Um, <laughs> I think I think this uh, this post also just kind of sums up what you just said. You know, this is. Um, uh, German pop star Kim Petras uh, is one of the years with sports model, whatever. Sports Illustrator is coming under fire for putting Kim Petras, uh, a transgendered pop star, on one of the covers of the magazine's annual swimsuit issue. The Washington Post then has a headline a month later, Sports Illustrator lays off most of its staff, threatening iconic brand's future. So basically, um, it's, it's that meme, how, how it started and how it's going. Like that's yeah. pretty much what's happening there, um, and uh, yeah. Wait a my, my question is like, have you not learned in the last ten years? Have you not seen what happens to? I mean, like the term "go woke, go broke." It's like I swear to God, they've never heard about it. Like the people <laughs> in the going like they've never heard this. It's like what? What's go woke? Go did broke? they oh, not? Just did they not see what happened with Bud Light? I mean, dude, Bud Light, Disney, Disney. I mean, everybody, every single. Every single company that's just gone full blown woke, it just doesn't end well. You lose money. Just just cater to your market. Like fuck, why is it so hard? <laughs> but Mark, I mean, speaking about going woke and going broke, and speaking about Disney. Oh. <laughs> I, oh I, Lord, yeah. I, I can see. <laughs> I can ah. see your anus ah. is just like. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the Hulk. Of, am I going green? Am I going green? I swear to God, I'm going green. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, you don't, I know you don't want to talk about this. Like, like you want to talk about it, but at the same time, you don't want to talk about no, it. You, you, know what I mean? yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's like the eye rolling and the like, oh, I don't even know if I want to watch this clip again. But uh, let me let me start off with the clip and then yeah, we yeah. can and then we can get into uh, Play that clip. Play that clip. Discussion. Play that. Filmmaker and activist Charmaine Obechinoy is the only female director to have won two Academy Awards by the age of 37. She's also the first woman and the first person of color to direct a Star Wars film. It's set to be released in 2026. You can say that the force is strong with this one. Here's Charmaine Obechinoy. You know, I'm very thrilled about the project because I think um, what we are about to create is something very special. And we're in 2024 now. And I think uh, it's about time that we had a woman uh, come forward uh, to shape the story in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, Princess Leia, uh, Organa, uh, fucking Ray that nobody liked. That this entire um, thing is so fucking cringe, dude. I, I, like, like, is Kathleen Kennedy a man? Is the person who's who's been in charge of Lucasfilm for the last 20, 2012, 2012 years? Is she not a woman? The person who's literally a woman and shaping Star Wars for the last 10 years, she could be 12 years, is like just. She just doesn't care. She could be transgender. Oh, my God. 
Uh, well, that's pretty messed up. Listen, I, 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 I gotta tell you what really irritates me about this director. Okay, what? it's not, it's not the whole feminist thing that she's, uh, she's on about. Like, I, honestly, I don't care that she's a feminist. What I care about is qualification. What I care about yeah. is experience and whether or not this person is going to deliver on a, 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 an artistic piece that will yes. satisfy the fans of Star Wars, right? I mean, J.J. Abrams, yeah. for example, even though not everybody's happy with The Force Awakens, J.J. Abrams is or had qualifications, right? Because he did Star Trek and yeah. they weren't too bad. Uh, he did Star Wars, but I imagine that he got a lot of pushback in the studios. That's why it didn't come out maybe the way he wanted it to. And then people yeah. changed oh. his script and all that stuff. But J.J. Abrams was a sci-fi fan. He was a fan yeah. of Star Wars. He did, to a certain extent, understand the uh the story of star wars just like uh dave filoni uh who's a huge fan of star wars as well uh writing all the uh, and directing some of the uh, mandalorian series and all the other uh series and on did all the clone wars clone i mean wars. he wrote clone wars with george lucas I there mean. you go right so that that's a qualification that's quite good that's experience that's yeah. quite good to to allow you to work on a star wars uh, movie. Let's see for a second. Yeah. Just, just in, indulge me. <laughs> indulge me, please. Uh, has she ever worked on a Star Wars film or anything to that nature? Uh, let's have a look at her IMDb. Uh, where, aha. Uh, this is future Star Wars. This is that doesn't count. Okay, this is yeah. this is previous. Okay, Miss Marvel. Okay, you might say, well, that's kind of similar, right? I mean, like, it's, it's, it's well, not but, sci-fi, but it's apart, fantasy. Well, I mean, it's the show that it's probably one of the worst things to come out of Marvel <laughs> since, since all of it. I mean, this is the show, like, nobody watched this. It's terrible. It, it did so bad, they made a movie which bombed the Marvels. It was absolutely trash. And, I, 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 and this is the point, is Joe's, like, that's what you're saying, is they did the exact mistake with the Marvels. I'm like, did you not realize like when you fuck up right when you make a mistake you go like okay cool i probably shouldn't take a drill and put it on <laughs> and put it to my head and then push the button right i shouldn't do that because i can die you know like you know back in the day like don't eat this herb it's like you go okay cool i probably shouldn't do that but they're just going we're going to do the exact same thing and we're going to hire a director who's done nothing really before this and we're going to put her and give her a billion dollar movie budget and go just go do it go but Yay. but but here's the thing right so she only directed, as you can see there, two episodes of that series. Yeah. So she's not entirely to blame for the failure of the series, but she's maybe 10% to blame. Um, but yeah. regardless, okay, then we have a Fundamental, Gender Justice, No Expectation, which is a miniseries. We have a short, Let Girls Dream. We have another short, Freedom Fighters. She directed Bahadur, uh, Rise of the Warriors. And there's a lot of Bahadurs, apparently, the revenge of Baba Balam. Uh, student athlete, she directed that. Uh, gee, I'm not really seeing <laughs> a lot of Star yeah. Wars content here. Uh, but, you know, we can go through it. We can go like, uh, woke, 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 woke. <laughs> Woke, I don't know woke, what the f woke Marvels, which is woke. So no, like, I don't, I don't know, on. I don't know what the 
fuck this is reinventing the Taliban. How do you reinvent reinvent the Taliban? I mean, I don't know. I, I know. As far as I know, I think she won an Academy Award for Best Documentary, which is the whole part about, you know, it's a great, there's a, there's a clip that we had that, that's been doing the rounds. I like to make men uncomfortable. I enjoy <laughs> making men uncomfortable. <laughs> I think that was done at the time in reference to this movie, which is like, it's a rough movie about you know, a certain demographic and the gender-based violence that women experience. But again, I think the clip is being used in a correct way and in an incorrect way. I think what this points out, and she actually comes out and said it when she when she got the job, she's like, she's an activist and she wants to push her activism through every single thing that she does. I think at the heart of everything, I am a storyteller and an activist. And um, my body of work over the last 20 years has been uh, guided by my activism and every single piece of work that I've ever created has a piece of activism in it. It could be very overt or it could be covert, but it is there. But it's like you're hiring an activist to direct Star Wars movie. Yep. What, what are we going to do? Like, the oppression of you know, Padme, like how Princess Leia has just been oppressed by her brother being a Jedi. Like what? <laughs> no. Rey is oppressed. She's just the most powerful being in the universe is being oppressed by you know, men in the Jedi that she is the boss of. What, what? you, what you don't know, Mork, is that Rey <laughs> was raped. And so, oh, she, and so Charmaine, Charmaine is going to do a documentary on... Of course, yeah, about um, Rey's... Uh, like, like Kylo, before he died, he, like, he, <laughs> he looked at her in a rapey way. And, you know, she, now she has trauma. <laughs> she, she probably is a really good... Uh, director i'm not i'm not, again i'm not i'm not disputing i'm not i'm not trying to say that she's a bad director but it's no, about no, experience and does she, did she watch star wars when she was a little girl did she grow up admiring princess leia clearly not she doesn't even know princess leia exists <laughs> i mean she doesn't even know she doesn't even know anything about the star wars universe she doesn't even know anything about the fucking company she doesn't know anything about lucasfilm i mean she goes she there's the clip where she goes i'm going to be the first like the clip you just played in the beginning now um it would be nice to see a woman lead lead the star wars universe like do you not know who directed obi-wan like what's the chick's name uh deborah chow like ahsoka the series was directed by a couple of women the the new acolyte coming out is literally directed by a woman and then the part that you just gloss over is the person who's been in charge of Lucasfilm for the last, what, 12 years, who is an activist, you know, the force is female. How well has Star Wars done since then? I mean, the, the thing is they're trying to break, they're trying to break imaginary grass ceilings. That That's what it is. It's like, it's the first woman of color to direct it. Like, I mean, okay, okay, awesome. Now what? Now the movie fails. You know what? They, oh, well, the fans are racist. Like, no one hates this chick about her race or anything. She's just not the right fit. When they announced J.J. Abrams is going to do Star Wars, I was like, oh, great. I'm actually happy. This guy is a fan of Star Wars. I mean, he literally put R2-D2 in a Star Trek movie. Yeah. You, you saw that scene, right? Yeah. I mean, I was like, come on. Like, you know? No, but and that's again, what I'm saying. He's a fan, right? He's a fan. He's yeah, a diehard exactly. fan. He loves the franchise. But what is what has has obeyed uh, Shinoi put R2D2 in one of her documentaries and we didn't notice? I don't think so. I mean, she's like she knows nothing about. I mean, again, I don't know. We can't say she knows nothing about it. I mean, maybe she's maybe she's a secret Star Wars fan. Who knows? But 
like you're, you're hiring someone that does like activist sort of yeah. very woke stuff when the problem is that you guys are having is like you guys are going woke and people are going stop being woke with all the stuff like that's literally what the fans have been saying this entire time and you're going oh let's just gonna ignore the we're gonna ignore the customer and we're going to just you know we're going to send people mugs instead of iPhones. Like, okay, sure. And, Why do you hate money? And what's your opinion on the fact that now Star Wars is going to be focused on Ray? I mean, I mean, I, I think it's a cop out. I think it's, I think it's silly. It's like this is the story that we should have gotten with Luke. It should have been like because I mean, I read a little bit. They want to take Ray. She's now. It's like ten years after what happened. And she's starting the Jedi Order or some stuff. But th that's what we wanted to see Luke do. We wanted to see Luke do this. This is where George Lucas wanted to take it. And we're going, no, 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 no. We're going to like, yeah, strong whammon. You know, put a chick so, in it. Make it gay. So in a way, Star Wars, uh, what's it? Six, seven, eight. Yeah, seven, eight, nine. I mean, it's probably going to. Was gonna like be, a reboot. No, yeah, it kind of was a reboot. I think it was a reboot. Yeah, I mean, it's like they're killing all the old characters, bringing new characters, starting a new thing. I mean, maybe it's also a licensing issue with characters and all that type of stuff. I, that. I mean, I was reading. No, no, no. Apparently, this is the thing. So it's like it's licensing, right? So, for example, even though George Lucas sold the rights to Star Wars, right, to Lucasfilm, to Disney, he still has, like, for example, composition rights ownership rights of the intellectual property and like it's he created the characters right so now jj comes wrong every time they use luke you've got to send some money to um, mark <laughs> hamill uh george lucas gets some because he invented the character what happens when you create a new character you're the owner of that character mm. right so that was like the that was also a big thing about like that we don't know that's like with music that i'm in like the licensing vibe behind it it's like you create new music it's like well that's new music it's like yeah. i'm the owner you create four new characters. They're the thing. All the toys, merchandise, everything. Yeah. You're getting a cut on that. It's like going, maybe they saw this and they went, let's go down this route. You well, know, money, money corrupts. You say that, right? But it kind of all makes sense because that's essentially what they did, right? They just killed off, gave yeah. the worst kill. Like they started with Han fucking Solo to kill him off. Yeah. Then um, they just chipped away at all the famous uh, characters. Eventually Leia's gone. Luke is gone. Yoda's gone. Um, they, they came up with a new character and then killed him off anyway. Um, but my point is, even Kylo Ren now is gone. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually, because now no, it's, it's like it's it's a, it's a bit of both. It's like you've got. I mean, again, it's like the writing. I mean, I mean, you you're we're both in sort of in like the advertising world and like getting briefs and stuff. I mean, imagine what it would be like over there. So it's like you, you're the director. It's like, yeah, submit your stuff to the to the you know to the client. You're going, this is what I'm going to do, and they're like, no, 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 no. And then you're going, ah, fuck. Okay, cool. I've got to rewrite this. And then it's like, you're going, ah, no, we love this. And it's like, ah, this is a shit story. But like, you know, this is where I'm going. Like J.J. Abrams could have gone, nah, my contract is, I want to do it my way. Yeah. Write all three of them. I want to sit with George. I want to do. He could have done that, but the thing is, also they were like, "We just bought it. We spent four billion dollars. Uh, we want to knock out a movie quickly." And then there goes the timing, and you know we're going to make it better. And they, I think, what they did was they thought it's Star Wars. People are just going to love it regardless, and <laughs> they didn't. They didn't put the care in that George did. I mean, look at like Lord of the Rings. The amount of care that fucking what's the guy's name? Peter Johnson. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Yeah. Jackson. Yeah. The, the amount of care and love he put into that movie, it's just like, wow, it's, I watched it over Christmas, dude, 
wow, what a movie, what a, what a series. Great, 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 great franchise. Um, so, I, mean, I don't know. What do you what do you think? Where do you think it's going to go? Like, do you think? I mean, uh, if I'm honest, and I think a lot of people feel this way at this point, uh, I've lost hope. Um, I yeah. don't. <laughs> there is no new hope for me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Star Wars reference there. Um, yeah, like I'm. I'm. Listen, here's here's the thing, and this is why I was so confused, and you kind of shattered the glass for me. I enjoyed. No, I didn't. I didn't enjoy Star Wars the new ones uh, that much, but I wanted to enjoy it because it's oh. Star Wars, right? But the more I listen to you and the more i was like okay well i, what listen, about I listen to Mark, no, it's supposed to you and then no, i was no, like no, no, no listen let me. me finish let me finish let me finish all right and then i'm like okay well i'll watch it again and i'll see if what mark is saying is true and then i watch it again and i'm like okay i can't see it but anyway the first the first time i watched it before you and i ever chatted i wasn't happy entirely happy with uh force awakens for example i told yeah. you this as well i said that it yeah, felt like they were remaking the first one like it just just 100%. better graphics um yeah and i was very disappointed with the ending i was very disappointed with the whole luke thing I the whole it. reason why people wanted to watch star wars was to see luke and you literally leave it to the last 30 seconds and he doesn't say a fucking word are you insane are you like it's, no, it's, like, it's it's like it's like, it's like uh, a stripper telling you that she's going to have sex with you, right? But she doesn't she doesn't give any time or anything like that, and she gives you a lap dance for like six hours, only to say bye. We're closing. Like that's <laughs> what you did. It's more like it's, it's more like you paid for a lap dance, and she was like, "I'm going to be white second. I'm going to." She's fixing the lights, and then she's like, "Can I get you another drink?" And it's like. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's over. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye. It's like, wait, wait, what happened? Like, you didn't even, you didn't even, you got clothes on. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> no, but I mean, dude, I like, I remember when I saw the trailer for The Force Awakens. It was, was brilliant. Like, Abram, and I was going like, oh, I'm not sure about JJ. Is he the best? And it's like, wow, oh, the time they did it in was very short. And like, let's hope George Lucas is in there. And then it's like, no, he wasn't. And then I was like, oh, I should have worried. Oh, I should have worried. But they covered that up until I think a week or two weeks before it came out. Yeah. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, dude, I was excited. I was going, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Star Wars. Everybody and then was. I watched it at the cinema. It was great. Hated the ending. Like, first yeah. bit of thing. I'm watching it. And it's almost like that balance between how I want it to be, like you just mentioned. Like, you want it to be amazing and it not being, not meeting your expectation and that sort of thing, meeting in the middle. I'm sitting there going. And it was as that lightsaber goes through hand Solo, I was going. I hate you for and <laughs> and it was just there. That was the that was the the, the breaking point. The Han Solo bit I accepted. I was not happy about it, but I accepted it yeah. because that's a common theme in Star Wars. Yeah, if yeah. you look at the first the uh, uh, the original trilogy and yeah. then the prequels, yeah, someone has yeah. to die in the yeah. in the first uh, in the first movie or iteration or whatever. Um, so I was pissed off that it was Han Solo. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, well, kind of expected someone to die. Um, yeah. 
M- moving on from 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 Star Wars, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have much hope. I really don't. I think uh, oh you and I still need to have a discussion about Ahsoka. Um, oh yes. I don't know where that's gonna go now, but um, Mandalorian, I'm still a fan of. Wasn't impressed with season three, but uh, um, you see, this is what Disney does to us, right? So they give us this beautiful two yeah. seasons, right, and then third season everything just falls apart okay wokeness enters a little bit yeah and and it feels like they've kind of restarted things with the way it ended so it's like everything certain certain questions are still out there but most of the main storyline has been answered and and done with and closed um so there was this feeling of okay cool we're gonna start now almost like a new um but at the same time it was so disappointing i don't know it was i mean like for example the beginning i was like i like the i like the arc of like you know the grogu like sort of the baby yoda thing was going i was nice exploring that but then i think in season two i was going like okay now it's getting boring because now again i look at it from a point of view of licensing and stuff it's like that's just a toy it's literally there. Like the, the 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 character of Grogu has no character. There is no character. The only way they can improve this is just shoot him. Just shoot him in the little Grogu head. Just kill him off already. Because like, all it is is like you've now made a thing that can never grow up because he's old for fifty fucking years. He's fifty years old and he's a baby. Like okay, so he he can't like progress over the next five years and suddenly start talking. I mean, just like he just it's a baby that can use the force when he feels like it and when he doesn't want to. It's like he can't communicate. Yeah, that was annoying. It's, it's becoming annoying. It's like it's sort of taking away from the movie, and they have to have him there because toy sales. <coughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if they can save Star Wars, dude. And where it's going now, it's like, ah, oh, f- fuck, really? Am I feeding the the monster, Mark? What? Why? What is that? Am I feeding the monster? <laughs> no, not. I mean, it's not that. It's like it's you know. It's I think. It's, it's a cute thing. It's a cute thing. But like, okay, now well, now where do we go with the story, right? Like, it, it's cool. Like, it was nice to see it. There was a cool concept to it. But now you're in the second, now you're in the third season. Now what's, what's Grogu doing other than just being a prop, right? Like, the, the, the Empire wants to kill him. They want to clone him. And then, like, because I was, the entire time when it came out, I was going, okay, cool. So this takes place five years after Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. right? So, like, Okay, cool. So where are we going? Are we still going to continue the Emperor? And then when they started bringing Grogu in and about the whole we're going to clone stuff, I was going, ah, fuck, we're, we're going to go to cloning the Emperor. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I don't care anymore. I, I really don't. I, just, I don't know. Yeah. It's, listen, I'm, I, this is what the point I was trying to get to is they they give you something they make it good at the beginning and then they mess it up. Yeah. And I'm worried. I'm trying to have hope, but I'm worried that season four is just gonna be even worse. And yeah, I keep I, 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 and we keep on like take- even with even with Ahsoka, right? Like I remember there was a time when Ahsoka was coming out, and you were like, Yo, it's gonna be amazing, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Fucking David Filoni, he's, he's on it, you know, he's directing, he's writing, he's we're gonna be fine, man. And I think yeah, like exactly. a week. A week before, you're like, fuck this shit. It's going to be crap. 
No, but see, that's the thing. It's like now what they, they've made me into like this, like like you know, they're turning me into Luke, like the Luke we saw in their movie, where you're just grumpy old man. I'm just like I'm over it, and the reason I'm over it is because of you. Is because of you. Because of you, Disney. You keep doing this. You keep creating crap, and I'm like. Now I don't care. Like, no amount of hope. You could bring out, I don't know, a new Luke Skywalker movie. I'm going to hate it before I even see it because I know what you produce. I'm over it. Like, my hope, all hope is lost. Well, Obi-Wan. I'm yeah, Obi-Wan as well. Good Lord, what a shit show that was. <laughs> my, like, I think, I mean, that's Star Wars. I don't think there's going to be anything good. And the other part is, like, you know, I'm starting to look, look at stuff now. I mean, try and tell me what's the last good movie you've seen. Like, I can't even think of anything. Oh. Like, I actually, I did watch what? a fairly good movie. Uh, it, it's yeah. not, it's, it's, it's a popcorn movie. It, it's not like anything, like, it's not going to win. Maybe it did win. I think it was nominated. But um, it's not going to win, like, any major awards, awards. I think. Uh, no Hard Feelings. It's a rom-com. Oh yeah, I saw that. That yeah. wasn't. I mean, again, that was. That was. But I mean, what I'm saying is, when last have you seen like a, you know, like a movie that moves you, like you know, like a Fight Club or like a Matrix or any of like a Seven? Like you watch this, going, wow, what? Are you? Like you walk away going, like, you know what? I I'm happy I spent fucking hundred rand on popcorn and you know, a eighty bought an eighty rand it's, cool drink from the movies. Yeah, it's or, been a while since I've been to the cinema. Exactly. Uh, right. I did. I oh, that. another movie I I I did watch was um, Sound of Freedom. Give me a I need to finish that, that movie. That movie, I was gripped. Uh, from it's just, the I, like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to just because it's, it's such a topic and I was in Christmas yeah. mode for almost two months, right? <laughs> so I, was, I keep seeing it. I'm going, I'm going to do it soon. It's just it's such a, it's, such it's, a hectic topic, man. It, it, it's, luckily, they don't show anything graphic during the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand why. Well, I do actually understand. Um, so that movie was banned in a lot of, uh, cinemas in, in America and, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what, the whole movie, I'm, I'm asking myself, why was this banned? Why was this banned? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Cause it's, I, I was expecting something a lot worse for it to be banned until the final 30 seconds of the movie where, uh, because a movie based on true events um they you know those kind of movies always at the end always have like words on the screen and like give you updates or stats or whatever facts about the yeah. the, the the true story and yeah some of those facts made sense why they banned it because some of the elites yeah. would not be happy about what was said uh but, and but I mean, the thing is the thing is it's probably true what they said so yeah, no, but but that's the thing. It's like I mean, we, we everybody keeps going like, oh, you know, um, oh, you know, the the elites, the people in media, and the like, the guys who run the world, they're not involved in like weird things with kids. And then it's like Jeffrey Epstein is like, okay, that happened, but like, but, <laughs> but. Um, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, bitch, Jeffrey Epstein, like, just tell us who the people are. Like, tell what's, me, I just want to know. What's also interesting is like, um, you know, the, there is names re recently released on a list, right? Yeah. And the media is like repeated. So I, li I like watched one segment of it and uh, the media was like, like every like sentence they were saying, but remember, this doesn't mean that they did anything wrong. They, they were just on a list. And then they'd say something about it, and then they'd be like, but remember, we're not saying they did anything wrong. 
They were just on a list. Even Whoopi Goldberg was like, I don't even know how I got onto a list. I was like, well, because you're probably a friend I mean, at some point. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the thing is, the thing is, like, listen, the thing is, like, you're, you're semi-complicit, right? Like, I mean, I know how to happen. Like, for example, I've always said to people this, right? I know how it could happen because I saw one of people on those lists. And I'm going, oh, I kind of like that guy, but I mean, but I can think how it could happen. Imagine I know Jeffrey Epstein and you're my friend, right? And I go, like, hey, Joe, do you want to like, like, made of mine's having like a cool weekend, free flights? You want to come with me to his island? You're like, uh, I, I, I can't do that. I'm like, dude, come on. Everything, expenses paid. Come with me. And you're like, fine, cool. Let's go have a guy's weekend. And we go. And then we come back. And like three, three months later, I'm like, hey, dude, remember that, that dude we went to, Jeffrey Epstein? He's like, he wanted to know if I, can, if I can give you his number. He wants to like, you know, send you a text. And you're like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, cool, dude. And he sends you a thing. And he goes, oh, Joe, by the way, like you want to invest in my stock vibe? And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, cool, dude. I'm not, not interested, you know? And he goes, oh, by the way, you know that little girl who's receiving you drinks? She's 14. And you're like, ah, I didn't do anything, but now you've been, you just happened to be there. And I think that's a lot of those people. I don't think all of them are complicit, but to a degree you are because you went there. And you know, the things, they shut up about it. Whoopi Goldberg, nobody. Remember when this, when the stuff came out? Not a single one of them went out and going like, oh, well, I was there and everybody shut up. Like no one yeah. knew anybody who knew him. Come on. The same thing happened with, with what Harvey Weinstein. Like you, Hollywood, knew about everything was happening. There was like, there's a porn category named after what he did. And no one like, oh, no, I didn't, I could never see this happening. I'm like, Oprah introducing girls. Come on. Yep. You guys were complicit. You did nothing, you know? Yep. Uh, Hollywood. Speaking of Hollywood, uh, there's a guy uh, who's been in many Hollywood uh, comedy movies, uh, in, especially in the early 90s and late 2000s. He hasn't been in a movie a lot recently, but he's been in a few. Uh, I'm talking about comedian and actor Rob Schneider, ladies and gentlemen, who uh, is uh, actually quite freaking based uh oh, dude he's so based yeah. dude Rob uh, Schneider. huge I'm, I'm just a fan because of that and this is the base edge podcast so i want to share with you a tweet that he said recently um and then we'll and then we'll have a discussion about it uh so yes. he says here rob schneider tweeting Dear Scott Kirby, CEO, United Airlines, and drag queen practitioner, <laughs> I regret to inform you that I will no longer allow my family to fly on your airline as you have clearly placed diversity, quote-unquote, uh, of pilot hiring above safety of passengers and crew as evidenced uh, by the near aviation catastrophe of UA Boeing 777 Flight 1722 from Maui to San Francisco on December the 18th, 2023, where you, where your diverse but incompetent flight crew didn't know which flaps were causing its near disastrous descent, coming within 250, sorry, coming within 750 feet of killing everyone on board. Your United Airline. I cannot tell you um, how many United Airline employees have personally thanked me for my valid criticism of your careless and life-threatening leadership. I look forward to your swift dismissal by UA's board of directors before you inane actions 
before your insane actions, I think he meant, cause the deaths of hundreds of men, women, and children. After your inevitable firing, you can get back to your true passion, your drag queen performances. Sincerely yours, Rob Schneider, former 1K United Airline frequent flyer. <laughs> um, that's based as hell, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, uh, and this 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 actually like only came out uh, months after what happened. Uh, that this Maui flight came within 750 uh, feet of crashing into Pacific Ocean. Now, in this article, they say that it was wind problems as well. But basically, uh, it was inexperienced uh, pilots that were the problem. Um, and you can see there where that dip happened. So it's going up, it's it's going up, up, and then all of a sudden, I mean, that's... They say that they were <laughs> diving for like 40 seconds or something. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being in that plane? Like, and, and like, you're saying your goodbyes, dude. Like, this is it, you know? Um, uh, it, it, it's, but it's, it's like, this is, this is like that whole, that whole DEI thing that's come to the, the surface now recently, where they're, where companies are hiring people based on ethnicity and race. And like, you're going like, you realize that's racist, right? To hire people based on their ethnicity or their race as opposed to the, you know, their merit, whether they're able to do the work. It's like, I saw Elon and Mark Cuban having an argument about this. And Elon, like, you know, uh, Mark Cuban's trying to defend the, the, the position of DEI while it actually works and it makes the pool bigger. No, no it doesn't. If you just hire on merit, that's, that's the entire pool. When you go, you hire on basically on diversity and who's, who's the biggest victim and who's suffered the most, you're narrowing that, that entire merit pool down. Like companies shouldn't be hiring people based on their race so they can meet a specific race quota. That is the textbook definition of racism. I don't understand how people don't understand. And your example right here, this article, that is it happening. That that is the consequences in the real world. Well, it's not even it's not even like race. It's it's just about like inclusivity, right? So it's like yeah. um it's you don't have to be the best. And 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 here's the thing. Let me let me make this also very clear, because I'm sure you also feel the same way. If yeah. This trans uh, or whatever, not transgender, um, drag queen, okay, um, yeah. was the best pilot in the world. And the crew were the best pilot team crew, whatever you want to call it, crew in the cockpit. There would be no issue because they wouldn't have nearly <laughs> died. I don't care if my pilot is a drag queen, I don't care if my pilot is a transgender, I don't care if my pilot is a lesbian no. or whatever. I don't care if he's black, I don't care if she's black, I don't care. As long as no, they no. know what no the fuck they're doing so we don't die. 100%. That's all. 100%. And it's like, for example, like I think who, who, who did the best example of this? I think it was Jordan Peterson, right? So he, he example, he uses, I think pilots, or he used engineers in his example, where he goes like, okay, cool. Like the majority of men are engineers, yeah. right? But they are, yes, there are also women engineers. Yeah. But the pool and the variable of the people being better, the top 10% of engineers that are men are going to be vastly better than the top 
there's a hundred, hypothetically, there's a hundred women engineers, there's 10,000 men engineers. The chances that you're going to get the best of the best out of the men is going to be 100 times higher than picking the top out of the of the 100 women. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with pilots. The majority of pilots are men. It's a sexism, it's race, it's diversity. It's this whole bullshit vibe of like, we have to have diversity, inclusivity, everything's got to be equal. It's it's basically what South Africa does with the with the race quotas. It's like, you know, we got to look cool. Well, 50% of our our female, we're female owned and we're black owned. And like, we've got like five transgenders and LGBTQ friendly. It's like, no one, no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Only the people, only people that care are the high, the very loud minority. Why is this on the forefront? Why do they care so much about this? I don't understand. Well, they're incentivized to, I think. Uh, in America, there's some kind of system, much like South Africa has the BE thing. Um, in America, I mean, there's a diversity quota. So they yeah. I, I don't know what they get from the government if they get paid more or they get like maybe less they get like a tax rebate or something or like, like you that. know like it would be with be every year like you, you the kind the you know SARS charges you less yeah but I, like for example if you're if you're putting diversity in and it's like it's like the results are absolutely terrible i mean like disney you're losing money uh you know planes are crashing sport illustrated you're losing people aren't buying your product is it worth it? And you're going to go, and people who are activists are going to go, yes, it's worth it. It's going, no, it's not. Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to get like a South Africa. Let's do race-based uh, politics and put that onto business. Uh, what happened? Who the, who, who's the first company to, to like fully get into that? ESCOM. How's ESCOM doing today? Asian. Not good. For fuck's <laughs> sake. Yeah. And, um, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, it's, it's, it's sad. That what happened. Um, I I think I misspoke earlier when I said that the pilot was a drag queen, um, because Rob Schneider in his in his tweet was addressing the uh, oh yeah yeah the, the, the as the drag queen. So you're saying that the whole uh, diversity thing you're 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 um, putting diversity over qualification. Um, exactly. So no matter how um, experience the pilot is um you're going to put him up there because that pilot's black or trans she's a woman or, or she's whatever, a woman or she's know, trans yeah. exactly and, like, and that again going, like, goes to my point of i really don't care yeah. who they are what they do in the bedroom no one does. uh as long as they are qualified to fly a plane i mean you're dealing with lives here. It's no joke, you know? I mean, like yeah. a sports illustrator, and even sports illustrator, like when they do that stuff uh, and and Disney and all these people and, and they lose money, like there's people's livelihoods at stake here, you know? Yeah. Like, there's writers, there's journos, there's actors, there's producers. Um, wardrobe, if you're in, in the movie industry, wardrobe no, is no, no, so no. many It's a massive industry. Yeah. Uh, that rely on this income and you're basically destroying it for them. Um, yeah. And yeah, but hey, Mark, you know, you can't say anything, eh? You just, you can't. Because yeah. then you're transphobic. It's racist. Or racist. Yeah, you're transphobe, you're a racist We're, or you're so, a so, sexist. Yeah, we've been called bigoted, we've been called racist, we've been called transphobes, yeah. we've been called, what else? Settlers. Um, yeah, settler colonizers. Colonizers. But I mean, my, my point is, and this is this is this is what I tried to like ask you earlier. Like, I don't understand. 
It's, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the, 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 the sort of the crypto phase. Like I remember like back in 2014, 15, where these ICOs, all these crypto, everybody's just going like, oh, this new coin and I'm going to invest everything. I'm going to go borrow money. I'm taking my credit card. It's like, this is what these people, the journalists who are doing it, they're working for this company. Like, I'm going to write another story. This is going to be my 700th, 7 millionth story about something to do with LGBT something. And then it's going to get traction and then you know like people are going to hate it and it's got like this it's fake people aren't even reading it it's just getting fake fake views yeah you know like basically twitter that's getting fake views and going but people are eventually they're like oh look look our marketing is great like a social media we got so many thousand clicks but nobody's subscribing anymore nobody's actually reading going to your website nobody's watching your movie because people aren't interested and it's like this craze is now dying down like either you have to adapt and like go like create content that that the readers want to read but you're not it's it's this fake thing and this is the problem i think maybe with social media where it's like it's this fake sort of popularity about your article it's like i hate it you know like the, there's two sides we're gonna write uh you know trump sucks and then everybody on the left are gonna like they're gonna retweet it yeah fuck trump you know he's an evil guy and then everybody on the other side is gonna go this sucks but not a single person has clicked on the article no one cares about the newspaper it's the headline yeah. And people are losing their money and they're losing their jobs. And they're going like, but what did you think was going to happen? You're pushing an agenda. You're pushing a narrative. No, 100%. And uh, I th again, I think the reason why they keep doing it is just they're incentivized somehow. I don't know how, but like, yeah. they're just incentivized to keep doing it. They think, or or I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Like I, I was going to say, maybe I mean, maybe they're scared of, of the minority and being canceled, yeah. but but it, you know what it's, it's but no you actually you're hitting on the right thing it's like they they can't say the, the opposite it's almost like the uh, oh God, i'm trying to think of an analogy of this but it's like it's like the boy who cried wolf and he kept crying wolf and like now you can't go no i've been lying because you've caught up in this lie they're just posting stuff about it now they can't go yeah, back because can't, can't, they created a sorry but you, no, but they've, see, they've, you can't they've, cancel they've created Disney, a world though. No, 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 you can't. But for example, like you've got you've got these riders, right? And they've just been saying, so they're just repeating things that they like the diversity stuff, the woke stuff. They've just been writing about this constantly. Like let, let's use Trump in his example, right? Because yeah, Trump's a racist, he's he's the next Hitler, he's all these things. And they've been writing about, writing about, writing about for years. And eventually people are going, okay, well, he's not really those things because you can't just keep saying it. Now people people aren't listening to you anymore. But now You've been saying it for so long, you can't go back and say I was wrong because there goes your career. Mm. So you'll just carry on doing it until you people go like, well, we're not going to buy this newspaper anymore or we're not going to watch CNN anymore and their ratings go. Mm. And that's, which is what happened. And people just go, because I can't trust this thing anymore. And they go, now we got to fire like 50% of our staff. And they're like, I know this all this coming. I was like, no, you did. <laughs> you did. You were talking shit the entire time. What do you think happens? That's why like you've got people like us, not that we're doing billions of years but you've got alternative media because people are going like listen i'm going to put something out and i'm going to give my opinion about it. i don't have to follow like read the new york times or watch cnn or everyone or like the main media there's so much alternative people are not even starved for choice choices at the fingertips there's yeah, how many also youtube like, channels are there? like you just said like also nobody i don't trust cnn anymore i don't trust any no, no. mainstream or corporate media anymore there is one like yeah it's not yeah, I guess it is corporate media, but they're not they're not as big as like what, what is corporate media. Um the what Daily Friend, um 
Yeah, no, but, but that's the thing is that people who care about that, that, that the, the thing is like that whole vibe of like truth. When I read their articles, it's about I want to give you truth. Whether someone reads it or not, my my I'm not trying to write something, I'm not trying to create content that's going to get clicks and yes. ad revenue. Exactly. That and you can almost see the difference in it. Like look at News Twenty Four. The article, look at the articles that on Twitter that just do amazing. It's the ones that have anything to do with race. Yeah. No, it's like absolutely. the race. They are incentivized to post stuff on that. A race incident happens. Ah, oh, some guy maybe said a naughty word to a child. And it's like, oh, a racist man. Like they, they don't give a fuck. Their lawyers will retract it, but they've made so much money on that little clickbait and the ad revenue on that. They don't care. It's like, ah, who gives a shit? We'll exactly. go away tomorrow. Well, speaking of Trump, uh, our final topic for this episode, ladies and gents, uh, big things are happening in the States, for those of you who might be interested. Uh, DeSantis drops out Ooh. of presidential race and backs Trump. Uh, when did this happen? Today? Like yesterday or today, yeah. Like uh, this is 16 hours Sorry, ago. this is pre-recorded in case yeah. you don't know. <laughs> um uh 16 hours ago at the time of recording this um and i was gutted man because i was i was gonna vote for this guy like i was i was rooting yeah for ron DeSantis. he's done a lot of great things in florida um and i was really rooting for this guy he just he just drops out he's like i'm done it's like it's over and then he he backs trump and um (sighs) but it is like a numbers thing right Probably. Look, I'm not. I'm not following in detail what's going on. Um, if I'm honest, because okay. the, the exciting, the exciting, the exciting part's always the final candidate, right? So once yeah, yeah, yeah. there's there's now there's a lady. I forget her name. Um, oh, 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 I know. Nikki Haley. Liz Warren. Oh, Liz Warren. No. no, no, no. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Haley. Uh, yeah, Nikki Haley is Mr. Trump's last remaining challenger. And she was the only one in quotation marks able to beat U.S. President Joe Biden. But uh, you should you should see what she said today. I saw this. She she said that um, she's actually a person of color, even though she's white. She's literally she pulled a Liz Warren where she's like, oh no, well, I was I was trying to join a pageant when I was younger, and then they said I wasn't the right color. Like what? And she's just being slated all over the internet today because she's like two po- she's Liz Warren 2.0 Pocahontas version two. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, I, I must say at, at like one stage I was kind of like, I kind of dug Ron DeSantis. Not that again, like I'm a South African. I know very little about American politics and especially with this one, I didn't follow. I haven't been following that much along. I like what kind of what he did and with like the whole Disney thing, you know, because I'm in movies and stuff. And then I kind of stopped, you know, paying attention but when i did see what's that other guy vivek like he's some of his like things i've i've seen one a couple of his speeches and i was like uh, the been, dudes i've been told that he's he's just pandering he's not no but i just like I, I you know what i liked about it i liked his like sort of he's on the fly vibe when like when he's like he's he's doing a speech and then somebody pops up asks him a question and he has an answer for it, or he can he can have a. He, it's not like ah, oh, you know, like have to remove this person. Yeah. He literally goes, "Okay, cool, great question. Let me try and answer that. This is what I think. This is what I feel." I was going, like, "Wow, I don't see politicians do that." You kind of that's kind of a Trump thing where you just like that honesty, that sort of yeah. oh, Trump's honest. Like yeah, he's he's straight up. You know where you stand with him. He's honest he's like a businessman because he's got a business background. Yeah, um, exactly. This is interesting. The Florida governor, 
DeSantos. The Florida governor uh, said he was endorsing Mr. Trump, who is the clear frontrunner, after winning the first contest in Iowa with 51% of the vote, which sounds like a lot, but it's really it's 51%. Yeah. Uh, Mr. DeSantos said it had become clear that the majority of Republican voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. Oh, I and really hope he, does. he acknowledged disagreements with the former president because they had a bit of a tiff, but yeah, uh, said Mr. Trump was superior to Mr. Biden, who is almost certain to be the Democratic nominee in November's general election. So they're also the Democrats are going through their own run. Um, and. OK, so. I mean, I just want to say one thing. It's just like. I wonder if anybody's going to come out going like, ah, oh, we were kind of wrong about about Biden. Do you really still believe Biden was better than no, Trump? No, there, there, there are. Like the walking there, there are, dead. Yeah, there are a lot of people there. Bernie's. I, I am seeing, I've seen. I've seen a few people. Yeah, I am seeing a few people coming out saying like, you know, we, not that What's they made a mistake, mistake, but. Yeah, but they're saying I should have voted this dude. Yeah, Biden I wasn't. I didn't see this coming, even though everybody said it, but. Yeah. I think and he's woken up. I think he's maybe I wouldn't say he split the Democratic Party, but I think he's like a lot of people have gone like, oh shit. And and I think a lot of people maybe voted again. I'm not American. I don't know what the atmosphere is like. But I think a lot of people did it, especially on the Democratic side, it was like anything but Trump. Yeah. You know? So here's my thing. <sighs> you <laughs> you said, wow, Joe, you look tired. It's because I don't know if I'm ready for another Trump, another, another, uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for Trump to be president again, uh, because the first round, the Trump deranged syndrome was intense. Dude. Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. It, it, was, it was very intense. It, 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 it really tires you out. And mm. although I enjoy pissing off the left, I enjoy pissing off the Wokies, I enjoy the leftist tears and I enjoy the Wokies tears, and I still instigate every now and again, you know, it's, it's, and we could go on and debate whether Trump was good for America or not. I think, I think we, we've seen that he was at least better than Biden. Um, yeah. I, uh, it's that Trump derangement because every, like it, it, it seeps into every corner of the world and you, you start to feel, um, I mean, you mentioned before we went into recording or, or I can't remember if it was during the episode, but I won't mention names, but you mentioned a friend that supports Trump, but is so scared of even saying that, you know, and I was, I was there a few years ago when I started to like notice Trump and like, okay, well, maybe he's not that bad. And I started to have discussions about Trump with Americans and understanding more of what he's doing and seeing how the media was lying about him. They still lie about him. Um, and, you know, I was like, okay, well, then I like Trump. And, and, and you know, as an American, I have a right to, to, to like him. Of course. Um, but, you know, I couldn't tell anyone that. I couldn't, I couldn't like have yeah. a discussion, you know, and I was ridiculed. That, that's how hectic that arrangement was. It was like, you couldn't you say it. You were automatically like... seen as evil. 
you are automatically yeah. seen. Doesn't matter what you've done in your life. You could have been like, a, I could have been like a Nobel Peace Prize winner. I could have been, I could have saved hundreds of kittens in a week. <laughs> okay. The fact that I <laughs> supported Trump um, made me the villain. You know, yeah. I, I could have fed millions of starving African children in a day. But the fact yeah. that I supported Trump would have made would have made me in, in, in certain people's eyes a racist. Um, yeah. And and you know what? Here's the truth of the matter. Yeah. If I was in America, I probably would have voted for Trump. The truth is I never voted. I didn't get the chance. Um, and there were questions asked to me at the time in 20, when was he elected? 20, 2016. Yeah. Uh, 2015, 2016. 2016, so, 2017. No, the re-election. So 2020. Um, yeah. They were asking, I was being asked on my, on my channel, like, well, gun to your head if you had to choose Biden or Trump. And I said, Trump. And that actually caused one of my closest friends to basically disown me. What? Yeah. Um, purely on that. Even though I've known that guy for 10 years, 10 fucking years, and I emceed his wedding. That's how bad the Trump deranged yeah. syndrome was and still is to, to a certain degree. And that's what I'm not looking forward to. I, I don't live in the States. I... I don't know how Trump will do. He might do good. He might do. He might not do good. I don't know. I'm I just. I'm not ready for that world again. I'm. I'm. Yeah. You know. I'm, I'm scared of it. To be honest. And listen, if he does become president, I I will probably instigate a little bit, and I probably will you know wear the hat again and and uh, piss off a few people, um, because it's funny to me. Yeah. But at the same time. I'm just not ready for because you, you especially here, man, like I got crucified for for yeah. not even not even tweet. I think the, I tweeted him once and I tweeted or retweeted um, a journalist talking about the media lying about yeah. Trump. So it wasn't even a Trump tweet. And I yeah. got messages from people like, what are you? Are you a Trump supporter? How dare you, man? How could you? You know, I don't I don't even get as much hate when I talk about farm murders, okay? <laughs> you know how much people hate farm, when you talk about farm murders in South Africa. It's worse if I talk about Trump. That's how bad it is. And I'm not gonna be silenced. Uh, I'm not gonna be, um, you know, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna cower. I, I, I will openly talk about Trump. I usually follow the elections when there's the final two candidates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and we'll take it from there, and I'll keep a close eye on things, and I'll I'll probably support Trump. I'm definitely not going to support Biden. Um, so no. so yeah, they'll probably will come hate my way, but uh, I, I'll say it again. I've said it before. Just because I voted for some politician that's on the other side of the world does not dictate or or determine who I am as a person. I'm far more no. complex than just putting me in a box um as okay. there are things i don't agree with trump about uh no of course so so yeah anyway um that's that's where i stand to give you my two cents on it like uh, the only reason i was like fond of trump was because like following american politics i think i got into it 9 11 you know where i'm going oh i'm yeah. conspiracy not sure is it isn't it and when trump comes along as the first time in my life 
I've seen the media react like that to a candidate. 100%. And I was going like this and like the sort of conspiracy in me went like this conspiracy side of me went like what radars up? What in the hell is going on? I've never seen people lose it so much. And I was going like, because I've always thought the American form of democracy or like the American government, they're corrupt. They're both sides. It's these two parties. The one is good. And then, you know, like, I think they're both corrupt as balls. Here comes someone who's a complete outsider. And never in my life has I seen somebody, somebody receive so much vitriol yep. from the media. I mean, it's just outright lie upon lie upon lie upon lie. And then they have the audacity to go like, well, he just lies. And like, he has a thousand times he lied. Okay? But every single thing from, again, looking back now, remember, Russia Gate, every single thing. Has he been, has he been charged for, for um, insurrection yet? No, no, he hasn't. But they'll still carry on with that. It's insane how people lost their minds. I went looking at this going, no, I, th I think this guy's going to do something different. He's going to break the system. And I was like, yeah, cool. I, if I was an American, I'd totally vote for him. I had, I think I had two people unfollow, like unfriend me, like friends from, not unfriend me, like literally just unfollowed me, stopped being friends with me. I haven't talked to these people since I think 2016, just because I made one or two tweets where went like, oh shit, you know, this thing, this guy, they absolutely lost their marbles. Yeah. Because how can I say, oh, you know, maybe maybe he's better for the system than this. He's going to break the system. There's something up with that. People lost it. And and that was a good example of going, okay, but maybe you shouldn't be my friend then if you're going to yeah, judge okay. me, just be going, I like this person. It's like imagine going, like hating someone, unfriending them because they liked, you know, Rise of Skywalker. I mean, it, are you are you insane? The insane person in the room is you, not me. Exactly. Me going, I, I like this color. You're going, how dare you like the color red? Fuck you. Die, unfriend. I hope your family gets murdered. Like, are you crazy? Like, what's wrong with you? But this is also, uh, in my opinion, a problem with also American politics is like they go through yeah. this election run, right? And, and for example, to Santos, right? I would have voted for him. And there's probably a lot of people yeah. who don't like DeSantos and would have hated on me for 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 voting for DeSantis, but a lot of people wouldn't have cared in South Africa and across the world. Like nobody would have cared if I voted for DeSantis. Um, and this is the problem I think with the American system is like you, you get to one candidate for each party uh, through the system or whatever. I would have loved for DeSantis to have maybe his own party. Maybe he would win, maybe he wouldn't, I don't know. Um, yeah. But then again, if you have a multi-party system, you have the same problem as South Africa, where there's way too many exactly. parties. Um, so, so on the one hand, there's pros and cons to both sides. But my point is like, and I, I will stand by this all the time, and I've said it before in the previous elections, Trump and Biden cannot be the best that what South Africa, that what America has to offer. Um, no, of course. Not. And and for some reason, they're the final candidates, whatever. But I don't like either of them but if i had to choose yeah. i'm gonna choose trump because yeah. we've now seen and this is the beauty of the current elections now which is why it's going to be very yeah. interesting we've seen trump as a president and we've seen yeah. biden as a president now so this is I mean, really my, going to be an interesting uh, yeah election. of course i mean but my my like, the only question i have for like for example for people in america like you know american voters like now that you've you've seen how the media has reacted, how people have reacted, how the Democrat, you see the power of the sort of example, the Democratic Party, when you push them too far, when they're like, 
they will go all out. And this is the kind of thing. I'm not American. I didn't have a, a, a car in the race. I couldn't give a shit if Biden won or if Hillary won. I couldn't care. To me, it was like, I think your system, your entire government is corrupt. And here's a guy that's going to break it apart. And the way people reacted, like every single, the court cases, like, have you not looked, step back and just look for one second and go like, holy shit, this is how they react to somebody? And what is your argument? Well, well, he was, he was almost like Hitler. It's like, did he do anything like Hitler? <laughs> like, I remember the beginning, like, oh, he's, as soon as he gets those buttons, he's going to nuke Russia. I was like, how many wars happened while Trump was in power? Wait, zero. How many wars are carrying on right now? Well, like, there's three, four wars? Like, are you joking? Yep. Like, you look back and just go like, mm, maybe just rethink your position. You're going like, is this really what you wanted? Like, this, it, it's insane to me. It's really just, I, I don't know. I I second that. And people forget a lot um, about what Trump did, the good things that he did, because, again, the media masks it. And the media did yeah. such a great job. I mean, they made, they made such a big deal of him going and taking a photo with a Bible in front of a church. I don't oh, know yeah. if you remember, I that. remember that. So one of the things that made me realize the media lies about Trump and has this aggressive push to make him look bad is when there was that whole, he wanted to take a picture of a Bible in front of a church or something like that, and there was protesters or whatever. I think it was during the BLM or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. The BLM riots or whatever. And they had this woman being interviewed on CNN. I think she's a reverend or something, uh, whatever. And while she's talking, they're showing clips of the pro, not the yeah, the protest, and and there was riot police there and stuff like that. Uh, also, trying I think to make it look like Trump was there, but he really wasn't. Anyway, if you watch the clip that they're showing, look at how the people are moving. They're almost jittery, that's, like. That's, that's very, totally. That's yeah. totally for, for like no no that's that's like I mean they're using it, they're using this to like to push a certain narrative. Exactly. It looks worse than what it is. The video was tampered with. It was fast forwarded to look more dramatic. Also because it's like being I think it was like a helicopter, yeah. so it's shaky and it's like you know but you can see like it's it and, and just the way the camera moves sometimes really fast. Look at the canisters being thrown. <laughs> no one has. That good of a baseball hand, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, of course. Um, so um, it, it was fast forwarded, at least by maybe 1.5, 2, yeah. um, just to make it look more dramatic. When I saw that, I was like, oh my word, you guys really, there's no shame. There's no shame to make this guy look bad. And that's when I, that's, that was the day I just, I, I, I didn't trust anything that the media said about Trump ever, ever. Every time yeah, they said something, I would yeah. check it myself. Exactly. It's like every time Trump said this and it means this and going like, he's dog whistling. I'm like, wait, wait, so you can, you, you, you're Professor Xavier, you're from the X-Men, you can read his mind. This is what he means. He hates the black yeah. people. Like, when did he say that? No, well, he means it by this. Like, no, he didn't say that. And every angle that CNN, well, you know, he didn't say the, the things he didn't say speaks a lot. I'm like, what? what? He didn't say something, therefore that means, like, what the fuck, what? Oh my God, like the media, I was just, that was like uh, the way they just, I don't know, just completely lost their marbles with Trump. It was like, I was going like, wow, the entire media and the politics and everything are, are completely in the middle. And then Hollywood stepped in and going, oh, like, you know, those things where they were stand up and going, well, I just want to say one thing, you know, we don't need a dictator like Trump. Like what dictating has he done? 
still still waiting. No, I, it's and you're right. Like I was actually, I was just gonna mention that the Hollywood, uh, how you had, um, <laughs> I had Hollywood making videos. Will and Grace came together to make an episode about voting. I don't know if you remember that. Um, yeah, dude. Jesus. <laughs> It was, it was cringe. Like, how is it possible that Donald Trump is a nominee for president of the United States? Make America bueno again. Katy Perry likes Hillary, and Bingo was her name. Out. And 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 to your point, have you ever ever seen such a mag like magnitude effort to? influence people to believe yeah. a certain narrative. I mean, Hollywood is involved. Every corporate media was involved. Everybody. Yeah. It's almost like the spicy cough situation. Yeah, no, no. I was yeah. literally going to say that yeah. now. Um, like one of the, one of the, the early on, one of the earliest on ones to me was like that just took the cake was where he went like, I'm going to build a wall and keep the immigrants out. Um, and everyone, oh, he's racist. And then there was an interview where he goes like, are you racist, Mr. Trump? Do you hate? Like, no, no. Illegal immigrants. I'm 100% for, for uh, I want illegal immigrants to stay out and I want legal immigrants. Legal immigrants are welcome. Half our country, legal, illegal immigrants. If you want to come to America, do it legally. And it's like, there we go. Like, no, no, but he's racist. He hates immigrants. But he can't. He just said he doesn't. No, no, no. He, he actually, what he means is, I can read his mind. I know he's racist. People <laughs> like, are you fucking st like? I, I couldn't. Yeah. I honestly couldn't. <clears throat> it was like it, it. It highlighted how indoctrinated people could be by media, yeah. and it's the first time I've seen it. I was just like sitting there going, "This isn't real." And it was like the spicy cough. I, I couldn't believe just normal things. People going like. I, I I couldn't. I was just, man, oh my God. Okay, just shut up. Just shut up. Can't say a single thing. Of people are going to go like, oh, you're a anti-vax nut. I'm going, no, no, I'm just asking questions. Like, <laughs> I'm against the government forcing me to do stuff. Wow, you're a, you're a conspiracy nut. Like, no, no, I just don't want the government. You know, the same government who can't run ESCOM? <clears throat> Those people, I don't think they should make decisions about healthcare. Oh, you're a, you're a conspiracy nut. Wait, did you just not like link ESCOM, the government fucked, or everything's broken? Two plus two, four, hello? No, no, you're a nut. I'm like, oh God, I, I can't. I just, yeah, I just lobotomize yourself. <laughs> lobotomize yourself. Um, yeah, no. It, it, we kind of see the same thing here in South Africa with the whole yeah. Cape Independence thing as well. You know, people just yeah, assume yeah, things and narratives out there. Like, if you support it's that, racist. then you're racist and blah, blah, blah. Which, by the way, spoke about phil craig earlier uh i have reached out to phil craig he said he would love to be on the podcast so oh, cool. um awesome hopefully the next episode will have him on um i'm just saying yeah, it's the first time we interview someone who's like part of the you know like he's he's like you know he's like a part of the illuminati <laughs> that would be rad yeah and, and no, i'm kidding and mi6 this, he's don't not. forget mi6 no. oh yeah yeah he's part of mi6 basically he's james bond yeah yeah he is cool. <laughs> We got to play the like. We got to. I'm going to put the music on like when we introduce him. Like this is uh, what's Philip Craig. Craig. Yeah, what am I saying? His Craig. Name? Phil Craig. <laughs> it even worse. Phil Craig. All right. Well, uh, I but think. Actually, I just wanted to say. 
go i just want to say thank you that was quite cool because like uh having met him with you mm. and are you asking him a bunch of questions uh the stuff i didn't know about and it's like wow it's like actually like super libertarian classic libertarian principles and i'm like i'm quite i'm quite down with that like uh f- far more classical libertarian than the da will ever be I'm no, just no put absolutely that out there. um and yeah, uh, I think, uh, listen, I've hung out with Phil Craig. I know him very well. I've known him for, since they started pretty much uh, three, four years now. Um, crazy to think even that, because you know, like we basically wow. got in contact during the lockdown. Um, and that's when the whole movement really started to gain traction. He is a great guy. He is a genuine guy and he's based, which is why he's going to be on yeah, the yeah. show. So um, <laughs> he's very based. Uh, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to, ladies and gentlemen, and next month. Uh, speaking of which, if uh, once again, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, share it far and wide. And uh, check us out on Spotify and Apple Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, sorry. Uh, and if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, come check us out on YouTube where you get to see visuals and stuff that yes. we've edited in to make you laugh or whatever, uh, which Mark, <laughs> Mark puts a lot of effort into that, ladies and gentlemen, so you break his heart if you don't check it out. Shit. Did I leave the stove on? And also, um, also, other thing is, please don't forget that both myself and Joe have our own separate YouTube channels. Joe has the Joe Emilio show. Yeah. Great stuff. That your new segments in the morning are amazing. It's mm-hmm. like I wake up and like, hey, cool, what's happening? I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know. Fuck, uh, God, the NCT, not again. <laughs> and I do just random stuff whenever I get a chance. So come check us out. Give us a follow. Give us a like. We'd appreciate it. And a subscribe, you know. Yeah. Show the love. Yeah, show the love. Uh, if if you want to know more details, uh, links in the description below. And also, yes. basically, uh, I I kind of try and have some humor with the news, and sh- and so does Mork. But what's nice is our humor, our sense of humor is different. Uh, yes. He's very sarcastic, where I'm more um, comedic in a way. I mean, you're um, a stand-up comedian. You're exactly. like a you're like a proper comedian. Yeah. So you're like a paid comedian. No one pays me for jokes. <laughs> um, not even YouTube, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> no, not even YouTube. Fuck YouTube. All right. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the first episode for 2024. We'll see you guys soon. Uh, and yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Anything else I'm forgetting, Mark? No, that's pretty much it. Uh, hit us, follow. Oh, most important, please drop a comment. Give us your yes. thoughts. Tell us what you think. Um, did you like this? Or the, do you like the variety of topics we covered? Or do you like the you know, maybe one topic, but I mean, this is the beginning of the year, so much has happened. So give us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And uh, pretty much. I think just also speaking about the whole one topic thing, um, I think there are going to be some episodes where it's just going to be one topic. There's going to be yeah, some cool. episodes where there's going to be variety, but the one with variety. Phil Craig is going to be a variety. Uh, I mean, awesome. we will talk heavily on Cape Independence, yeah. um, but I also want to get to know Phil. I also want to get to yeah, know like. what makes him tick and yeah. why like he started the classical this. libertarian principles, yeah. like those things. Like, Let's, what does he think about this? Let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. With that being said, <laughs> thanks for watching. And as always, stay based. Cheers.